Hey everyone, I just want to remind you to make sure you check out the awesome people over at Anchor.fm. Of course, it is a great place for you to host your own podcast. And guess what? One of the cool parts is that it's totally free. Yeah, that's right, free. There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your computer or even your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many others. Trust me, it's so easy. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys want to get in on it, make sure you download the free Anchor app or just simply go to anchor.fm to get started. You guys like all the content right here on the OK Fabe Show and want to help support the show even further, check out the Patreon page for a ton of cool bonus goodies, including early access to the OK Fabe Show before everyone else and exclusive audio-only content, including fantasy booking videos, retro pay-per-view reviews, and of course, a month early access to the wrestling retrospective. Head over to patreon.com slash OK Fabe and join for as little as a dollar a month to get in on all the goodies. What is going on, guys? It is yours truly, OK Fabe, here on this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. We got a little bit of Saudi Arabia controversy, a very intriguing, well, conspiracy theory as far as what went down and why a ton of SmackDown and Raw talent weren't able to get out of Saudi Arabia in time for, well, SmackDown and Raw. Going to be an interesting little tidbit about why this might be a bigger story than a lot of people realize, including the possibility of them not returning to Saudi Arabia. Superstars frustrated and could they be losing a lot of respect for the big man himself, Vince McMahon. Plus, speaking of Saudi Arabia, Bray Wyatt becomes the new universal champion in WWE, why this would happen, and was this a last-minute decision or a carefully calculated plan? We'll talk about that in just a little bit, plus some other interesting tidbits in this week of pro wrestling. It's going to be a fun, interesting tidbit, and we're going to hear what you guys have to say about all this, all this, and some other stuff in between on this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. Now, OK Faye presents the Random Wrestling Podcast. I have been waiting a long time to say these words, and I'm going to say them right here, right now, tonight. Your number one source for all pro wrestling talk with a comedy twist. Where the hell did Randy Orton come from? He snapped the metal punch in half. Hey, in the middle. Is. How you doing, man? Good to see you. All right, yeah, you wear your little thing. You're looking like a blind nun. All right, hey, do me a favor. Park the rock truck. What is going on, everybody? Is yours truly Connor, a.k.a. OK Fabe. And welcome, guys, to episode 104 of the Random Wrestling Podcast, your source for latest news, rumors, gossip headlines in the world of professional wrestling. Guys, know me, I'm Connor, a.k.a. OK Fabe. And welcome, guys, to this uh, very intriguing live broadcast where really there's only a few stories to talk about this week in pro wrestling. But it's some interesting stuff that I definitely cannot wait to hear your opinions on because, man, oh, man, has this story unfolded over the last 70 two hours or so it is definitely one that i cannot wait to sink my teeth into and start talking with you guys and it all has to do with that sweet saudi money and we're of course talking about the fact that WWE superstars were held up for almost 24 hours in saudi arabia past when they were supposed to be left 
why this could be a bigger deal, what this could have implications for in the future as far as that Saudi Arabia deal. Could they be going back so that other superstars are going to stick around? What this could impact in the future? We'll talk some Survivor Series stuff and Bray Wyatt's Universal Championship run. We're going to talk about all that stuff in just a little tidbit here. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for tuning in right here to the course of the channel, youtube.com slash okfaber, where we do this live every Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but we're also available on Facebook and all your major audio podcasting platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so many others. And also on Anchor, where you guys can actually leave me voicemail messages that you can actually hear on the air. Maybe we'll try and take some phone calls tonight because I do want to hear you guys' opinions on all this stuff. So appreciate all you guys reaching out and interacting with me here. And, of course, on the social media, the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You guys can hit me up on Twitter, at OKFabe. In fact, if you guys are joining us live right here on the YouTube chat, you guys might notice I dropped the link right before we went live. Apparently, yours truly has been nominated for some wrestling radio awards. It's a Google Doc that's being uh, uh, plant out by the awesome people who do the wrestling radio awards every single year. And yours truly is nominated for a bunch of different categories. So if you like me or if there's another wrestling aficionado out there that you like, go give him some love. Go give him some support. Check out the link I just posted in the chat. I'll be posting it on my Twitter page as well. I would really appreciate if you voted for me. But if you vote for anybody else, I'm not going to hold it up against you. So I just want to uh, spread the love, spread the positive energy out there and uh, vote for me. But if that's not the case. Donation. Best cheap plug ever. There we go. Fans of my content. Thanks to Connor and Anchor, you can now get Spaz Phoenix content on Spotify and Anchor podcasts. On another note, Terminator Dark Fate. It is hot garbage. <laughs> Thank you, Spaz Phoenix, for dropping that $5 Canadian super chat donation. Let's give some Spaz, Linux, uh, Spaz Phoenix some love over on his Anchor platform as well. I'm glad to help out another brother in arms in the wrestling scene. Sorry we dropped frame rates a little bit there. I'm, I'm running like a ton of shit at the same time, so I apologize that the frame rates just dropped a little bit there. So hopefully we should be back up and cooking. But yeah, I got nominated for Wrestling Radio Awards. If you like me and you want to vote for me, Awesome, Mazeltov. You can do it at least once. There's a bunch of different categories, including like best solo, best duo, best trio, uh, best live show, best newcomer, best comedy. I don't know about comedy for me, but anyway, go check out the link. I'm gonna post on my Twitter in a little bit at OKFay, but it's also in the chat right now. Would appreciate uh, support. We've been nominated before, or at least I've been nominated before. Never won anything, but it'd be really cool to at least maybe win one of those things. But we'll see. Check it out again. The link is in the chat. We'll give some love to the chat in just a second. As you heard from the Immaculate Spouse Phoenix, you guys can donate directly to the stream if you'd like. Super Chat and Streamlabs links are both enabled if you guys want to do so. Check it out. We've also got our merch over at the Represent store. That's represent.com slash store slash okfabe. You can get all the cool designs, including a brand new one. A brand new one that we got actually, let me see if I can pull up there. Bam, right there. Every night is Wrestling Nights available over in the Represent store. Make sure you check it out. And of course, we got our Patreon page. We're beefing up a lot of the Patreon content coming at you this month, including making this announcement right here, right now. We're going to be doing a retro pay-per-view review coming soon to Patreon. It's going to be the 2001 Survivor Series as voted on by you guys. I got a ton of retro review suggestions. I think we're going to change up the format for next month, but this month we're going to do Survivor Series 2001, and you can tell it's one that I'm really not looking forward to at the end of the uh, the alliance, the really disastrous uh, invasion angle. Can't wait to talk about it on over on the Patreon. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. 
get that and a bunch of other cool stuff, including the return of retro re wrestling retrospective. So make sure you check out the Patreon page. Link is always in the description box below. Shout out to Chris Phineas, who just became a gold patron this week. Much appreciated, good sir, and all the patrons who are also joining. Yeah, so uh, let's see. We got a lot of you guys actually uh, joining us in here. So let's see what we got here. A ton of you guys in the chat as I try to reboot the chat because, well, my computer is not that fantastic. I have to smack it and adjust the, you know, the antennas and all that. It's just it's not that. It's not that great. But let's see what we got here in the chat. We got a lot of you a lovely, uh, lovely people over here. Let's see. We got, oh, sorry, $10 Canadian Super Chat donation. As I uh, misquoted on that chat earlier. We got Sean Gordon. We got Jurgen. We got, of course, Spaz Phoenix himself, Michael Mugner. Uh, we got Jurgen, as I mentioned earlier. We got, of course, Spaz, I mentioned Olay, Sammy Olay. What's going on, Vintage Dream? Uh, we've got Heel Steven, the dork master himself. We've got uh, Cody Ray. Uh, let's see what we got here. Also, Gold Leaf joining us. Uh, I hope I'm giving some love here. Uh, Dave25, yes. Go check out Dave25's channel if you have a chance. Interviewed Sean's View Entertainment. Really good interview. I definitely like his. He did one with Joe Cronin, obviously. Great stuff on his channel. Dave, we got to get together and do an interview sometime. Even if it's, hopefully, I mean, we'd love to do it face-to-face, -face, but we'll see. Uh, Cody Ray, I don't know why WB anyway would stay with WWE after this incident. What's going on, Steve Callahan? Uh, we've also got uh, Holy Moly Donut Shop. What's going on, Holy Moly? I'm trying to get make sure I get to everybody here. What's got Bo Nose? What's good, brother? Uh, Bullet Brett Bullet 101 SJW Garbage. Oh, trust me, we're gonna get to all that. Uh, Ryan McCormick just said he just finally watched uh, Friday Night Takeover. Dude, that was. An amazing, uh, amazing SmackDown. If you haven't read my, or haven't listened to my review on it yet, make sure you check it out. Uh, it's over, of course, on the YouTube channel, all the podcasting platforms. It was a uh, insane SmackDown, to say the least. Of course, we'll be back here tomorrow night reviewing Monday Night Raw as well. So make sure you guys come back to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and hit the bell so you guys are notified every time I go live. And thank you guys so much for tuning in here. And I think I hit everybody. Oh, Donna, what's going on, Donna? I hope I hit everybody in the chat. If not... Uh, please grant me your forgiveness by hitting that like button. I really appreciate it if you for grant me your forgiveness for hitting that like button. I don't know why I'm in a weird mood tonight. It's it's a very strange thing. I got a lot of like work done today. I was actually off from work, which was a very big rarity for me. I was able to get a lot of stuff done. And I don't know. I'm just in the little weird, energetic, like I don't like an idgaf mood. Like it was just. I mean, ugh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I'm just in a in a very id gaffy mood. So maybe we'll do some, you know, I, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll probably take some phone calls, I'm sure, because there's really only a few big things to talk about tonight. And I'm I'm really curious there's your thoughts on this. And of course, the big thing to talk about tonight is, of course, the big story that took place over the weekend or most of the weekend, with of course WWE superstars being stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah stuck in Saudi Arabia. Now, if you're living under a rock, obviously you heard me talk about the whole SmackDown, the NXT Invasion SmackDown, as we just heard from uh, we heard from uh, Ryan McCormick mentioned earlier, and, and I reviewed, obviously. But SmackDown was mostly invaded by NXT talent. Why was that the case? Well, because for some strange reason, the flight chartered from Saudi Arabia to Buffalo, New York, make it in. Now, this was an interesting story because I saw a ton of people coming out saying there were mechanical issues and this and that. And I have to admit that I, when I first heard this, I, I believed it. I believed that there was some sort of mechanical issue, but it was very, and that they wouldn't make it in time. I, you know, it's one thing that I, I don't think they took into consideration when they thought about, you know, doing a show, oh, 
know, hours before, you know, really not even a day, but like hours before having to come back and do live TV for SmackDown, SmackDown live on Fox. It's like, holy crap. It's a lot to handle. I mean, have you, have you guys ever taken a red eye flight? I've only taken two in my life and they suck. And so imagining having to go, I think it's like what, like 18 hour flight. It's, it's going to be stupid. So even if they delayed the flight for like five hours, they would be cutting things really freaking close. And the longer we heard about this, the more um, the the more intriguing this become, and, and the more crazy this became, as far as what exactly was was really going on. Now, originally we heard it was a mechanical issue, but then we started seeing some weird things on social media, and the weirdest thing of all was a couple of superstars and even a couple of new, uh, you know, reputable sources. Uh, I don't want to say dirt sheet, but like. Basically, some people who are in the same line of work as Dave Meltzer were saying that they haven't heard anything as far as WWE departing yet. Nothing had been mentioned as far as when they were leaving, and there was some genuine concern amongst everyone involved. Now, apparently, there was a charter flight that was there to at least get the majority of the top talent out of there in a timely manner, but they still didn't quite make it for SmackDown. Hence, we got, obviously, Brock Lesnar in tow, which, man, I got to tell you, the amount of memes that I saw and the, the remarks I heard from people saying, like, you know, Brock is such a is such a company guy, you know? He's such a company guy that he's willing to come out there when nobody else is, and I have to admit that made me laugh my ass off. I hate to say it, but it really made me laugh my ass off because, obviously, it's... But any case... Brock Lesnar was brought in, NXT talent were brought in, we got arguably one of the better SmackDown, so I, I think we should be de delaying flights more often. I mean, we had an incredible SmackDown. It's definitely been the best SmackDown we've had since they moved to Fox, if not the entire year, but that's beside the point. The real point is, why were they delayed? Well, I've heard a bunch of different things, but a big, huge theory out there is one that I don't think we'll ever truly get the answer to. And this is the part of the show where I once again remind you Everything I talk about on the show is not necessarily fact. This is not a fact whatsoever. This is not concrete evidence. This is merely rumor and speculation. Shout out to the man himself, Andre Corbeil, also joining live chat. What's going on, Andre? But as things developed, it was interesting to hear that apparently the main reason for the flight delay was not due to any sort of mechanical issue or if it was a mechanical issue it was one that was predetermined i'm sure wb knows about that about you know predetermined things you know uh, that happens quite frequently this is how the story goes and i really want to throw this out to you guys because this seems i i i i can't say for sure if i say oh man i i i think this is absolute fact could i see this happening I certainly held as, as damn well could. But here's how the supposed story goes. Supposedly during Crown Jewel pay-per-view, it was discovered by Vince McMahon and others that the Saudi Arabian government was shorting WWE by three to four, maybe even five hundred million dollars. Now we know that the deal with Saudi Arabia and WWE was a very lucrative one because obviously we know that's the reason they've been going over there. There's, it's, 
they're not doing themselves any favors by going over to Saudi Arabia, obviously. It's not making them look good as a publicity. It doesn't make them look good. It, I, I mean, I don't even know if it makes them look good in the Saudi Arabian government, to be completely honest with you. Realistically, I think that the only, the only good thing they get out of this is a humongous freaking lucrative deal with it. Financially, they're set for life. Well, set for a couple of years. And it's a 10-year deal. And this was even before, you know, the whole controversy and the whole um, outrage with Saudi Arabia about the, the, the reporter, which I'm going to try not to talk too much about politics here because, number one, I don't get involved in politics, not on here and not in real life. And number two, it doesn't, it doesn't do, it doesn't wave much in there. And Andre, no worries, my friend. I... Totally fine. I love Andre Corbeil's stuff, so make sure you guys, when you check out Spaz Phoenix, also give some love to Andre Corbeil. Make sure you go check out his podcast and his YouTube channel as well. And don't worry about plugging your stuff in. I know that sounds dirty. Don't worry about plugging your stuff in, on my, in my chat box. Um, totally fine with it. Andre's a good, I consider Andre a friend. It's always good, always good stuff. I'm always willing to help out uh, friends. So anyway, back to... Um, Back to the point here. So they're not really doing any, themselves any favors with, with this deal other than a lucrative financial gain, right? Obviously. So when WWE found out, supposedly, that they were shorted this three to $500 million, and again, I'm, I'm going to say supposedly a lot because, again, this is all speculation. Wish I had that SpongeBob meme to say, like, speculation. When that was rumored to be taking place, apparently WWE cut the feed. Vince cut the feed about 30 to 40 minutes prior to prior to the, the pay-per-view ending. Which means, of course, they were shorted and they didn't get to see everything. Well, depending on how you, you know, if you saw the show, uh, maybe that might have been a blessing. I personally didn't see Crown Jewel. My Twitter feed blew up because obviously of the Fiend winning the championship and that was and a couple of people making fun of the show, but I, I did not watch Crown Jewel. And nor do I in the in the immediate future really plan on doing any sort of major review of the Saudi Arabia shows because I don't think they need the to be told. And I'm not the only person who thinks that obviously. Um that being said, when it was found out that Vince like kind of pumped the brakes on. I shouldn't say Vince. When found out that the company pumped the brakes on the pay per view, essentially, and I can't. This is going to be a weird statement. Essentially, allegedly, supposedly, whatever whatever adjective you or adverb you want to use to describe this, the. The, 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 the mandate was to hold them and essentially keep them hostage. Um, now, <laughs> I don't know what this could mean for anything. And, and there's so much that could really go wrong with this. There really is. There is a ton. <laughs> Me, Connor, Andre, the Human Sunny Podcasters. I don't want to copyright that name, Spaz. I appreciate the $2 Canadian Super Chat donation, but uh, I personally just, um, I'm good. I'll, I'll only do that if I'm the front. 
the only situation I would do that is if I was a front man. For thank you for the donation, my friend. So supposedly it, it became a a big blow off. And uh, shout out to Red Enigma twenty three in the chat. We'll read you guys' comments in just a second. But supposedly it was a power ma a move made by the Saudi government to keep them there because of Vince cutting the feed because of of them not paying. Which is why we heard a lot of people say they were concerned or there was rumors there was a concern about and there was there was tons of that going about and and really we didn't hear anything. We knew they were missing the flight, we knew they were missing SmackDown and they obviously scrambled to make the appropriate um substitutions which I kind of want them to make those substitutions a little more permanent if you catch my drift. But this is this is a whole this is a whole different can of worms. This is a whole different can of worms for so many different reasons. Now, luckily, everyone's back. Everyone's back on the states. Everyone's back. No one is uh, harmed. Everything is everything is 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 in good condition. So there's no no concern about everybody's anybody being stuck in Saudi Arabia. So that's at least the positive out of that. Out of that. However, <laughs> the future of this deal is going to be very, very intriguing. Now, the, the question is, like, could this be an actual fact? It could be. You know, it could be a power play. Vince has been known to make power plays before and, and do things was a dirty or hand under you know underhanded but we we've been known he's been known to do things uh, in the past like this and needless to say the Saudi Arabian government's reputation is not necessarily the most stellar internationally but it seems from what i'm hearing and and most of this is coming from Dave Meltzer and the wrestling observer that a lot of people a lot of people, and by the way, most of the superstars and most of the talent were told this exact story, that there was mechanical issues, that they weren't able to take off, that there was something, an issue with the uh, the jet fuel, etc. Weren't able to, to, you know, get out in time. Fortunately, the majority of the superstars did not believe it and were somewhat concerned about their safety. I mean, again, put yourself in their shoes, right? They're in a foreign country that a lot of people are kind of skeeved out about being in there in the first place, right? Because of all the the again the the negative the negative publicity that Saudi Arabia gets. They're over there, and they're stuck. They don't have their hotel anymore. They're basically stuck in a foreign country, foreign country that is not necessarily the number one tourist destination right now which again is it, it just makes you think why in god's name did they even agree to go over there in the first place and money talks so if i was them I, if i was them i don't give a sh what the reason is i'd be panicking be panicking to get me out of there now i heard some other side bs story about vince getting out of there first and being on that charter flight. I, I can't, I don't, I don't know about that. I heard a lot of people were saying that they were pissed about him for, for doing that, losing the respect for him. But, but there was some tidbits about, you know, people 
losing respect for Vince McMahon over this incident. Now, it's interesting because there's a lot of people now who are obviously frustrated after the whole incident. And because of this you know, incident, refuse to go back. Now, I don't have a list of who who has said what or who has said they're, de- they're definitely not. I think Carl Anderson of, of the OC is the only one is the only one who who actually has publicized I'm not going to go back there. I think he said you can't pay me enough money uh, to get back to Saudi Arabia. But, you know, when you have Saudi Arabian military police force present, when you have, you know, superstars being removed off the flight, it's scary stuff. It's scary stuff. Now, I do, I'm, I'm pulling up now, I have the list here. Um of who is who refused to go this time around obviously we know that Sami Zayn refused to go we know that Daniel Bryan refused to go which they've done before in the past but I'm just trying to pull up the list here of all the um all the people who and and you know what the whole deal is here apparently the Saudi prince also no-showed a meeting with Vince McMahon right before everything happened so it's just it's a crazy situation going on right now. And the big thing, though, is the key point here, first and foremost, above everything, is that everyone is safe. And that's really the big thing to me is that out of, out of all this chaos and BS is that everyone is back home on the state side. They are safe. Everything is fine. The big question now is what is going to happen to the future of this relationship? Is it done? You know? WWE has only been to Saudi Arabia, what? Is this the sixth time, I think? This is either the sixth or the... Yeah, I'm trying to think how many times they've been over there. They've done the World's Greatest Royal Rumble. Crown Jewel. The second Crown Jewel. They did the Superstar Showdown. So this really is, I think, like the fourth time they've been over there. They haven't been over there that many times. You guys can, of course, correct me if I'm wrong that. But really, you know, this is a huge strain on the relationship when uh, the business relationship between Saudi Arabia and WWE. When the controversy took place with the reporter or the the and the uh, the journalist who was who was murdered, and there was controversy around that, so many people, including myself, wanted WWE to pull out of the deal because it, it it's not just. To, to me, it wasn't just a matter of you're supporting this government who's done, who's being accused of doing this hellacious, horrible thing, but it's also the fact that you're putting your superstars' lives at risk. And that's why everyone was freaked the hell out. I would certainly be, you know? When, when you have a story like that, that the government is, you know, being accused of something so heinous, and I'm trying to be very, you know, neutral here, I'd be scared. You know, I'm not going anywhere near Saudi Arabia anytime soon. So to have this happen and 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 put their lives at risk, maybe that's you know that's why a lot of people are losing respect for Vince McMahon. As I mentioned before, uh, the Saudi prince, uh, Saudi Arabia prince, no showed a private meeting with Vince. Uh, Meltzer reported that superstars were aware that money was owed to WWE, and they also had military police present as they were removed from their flight. Um. Meltzer also noted at least one person believed in the mechanical failure story and said that there were mechanics working on the plane. 
Um, but the issue is that nobody else bought the story. It was reported that there were military police there and the nature of why it would take 24 hours to get out that really made a bad situation, but thankfully everyone got out of there. Uh, people who refused this time, as I mentioned before, uh, Sami Zayn did not go. Uh, Alistair Black also was not invited because there was an issue with his tattoos. Uh, see here, obviously, uh, and only this time around, Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens also refused to go to the trip this time around, which good on him that one. Uh, but there's apparently, you know, like I said, a lot of a lot of people saying that they are not going to. Uh, they're not going back to w to Saudi Arabia, but apparently there are even superstars that are wanting to leave WWE altogether because of this. Listen, again, if I was on that flight with everybody else, after everything I heard, I, I don't even care like the 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 rumor mill about why it actually happened and what the whole deal was. But I wouldn't like what? It, it, no, <laughs> no, uh, uh. Meltzer had this to say on the, on the Observer quote, I've had people say they're never going back. I've had people say they can't wait to get out of the company. I don't know if that's going to be, you know, I don't know, in a few months if they're going to change their minds if something's going to happen at Raw when all the Raw talent is there and there's going to be a thing that someone says to management about what has happened. I obviously know they're trying to get the talent to go on and say that it was a mechanical failure, you know, whatever. It's like there's so many things that happened, but they were definitely not paid as of September 30th. There's definitely 60 million that came before an 8 o'clock in the morning on October 31st, which was a couple of hours before the show started. Now, another tidbit that was also mentioned was that apparently WWE was attempting to have uh, wrestlers supposedly make videos or tweets or comments about the fact that everything was due to mechanical issue. Again, I, I have nothing to really, you know, subside by this. I still go back to the Rusev tweet, and I know it's one tweet from one superstar, but it the whole thing just seems kind of fishy. So as I was mentioning earlier, before, before I kind of like went off on a tangent here, the idea that this, you know, people wanted them to back out when the whole controversy happened with the reporter in the first place, you know, and the concern was that you were, uh, no, you know, not only supporting this government, but also putting your employees or sorry, independent contractors lives at risk. And, you know, we really didn't think anything of it because when you go sometimes to a foreign country, you know, I'm sure they had their own security. They had their own protection. They were treated very, you know, relatively comfortably. Then you see this happen, and you go like, nope. So much nope on any of that. And for Vince, you did the ultimate no-no. You didn't pay him. So even, even if the reason behind... I, I think that the, the money situation is really what's... Uh, and I hate to say this. I think, sadly, the lack of payment is going to be the, the, the reason why this deal might fall through. I hope it does. I just need to stress this right here, right now. I hope that this Saudi Arabia deal falls through. And the only reason I say that I hope it falls through is for the safety of the performers. I, I, it, I'm not saying that I, I want this because I don't want WWE to get any money. I'm not saying this because I don't want people to lose. I don't want Saudi Arabia to not get the, you know, the live experience of WWE. No, it has nothing to do with that. When, when you are putting other people's safety in and, and, lives at risk almost unnecessarily and then on top of that the whole money thing i think the money thing should come second the, the safety of the of the, the talent should come first nope i ain't going back now as of this episode 
WWE is supposedly scheduled to return to Saudi Arabia right around WrestleMania time. Not too long after. I think it's actually their next pay-per-view after WrestleMania 36? 36 or 35? God, I can't keep track anymore. It's going to be 36 in 2020. But now with this whole thing, heels up in the air. So with that being said, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on the whole situation. Want to know what you guys have to say about it. And ultimately, I, I want to know, do you think this is going to be the deal breaker? Do you think that the Saudi Arabia deal is done? I've heard some, some people say that there's going to be a major meeting at Raw tomorrow on uh, uh, Monday before the show goes on the air to address a couple of things. But this being the big one, I, I kind of hope it's the end of the Saudi deal. I, I, maybe that's just me being selfish. But I, th I hope it's done. I hope it's kaput. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it. Let me just give some love to the chat real quick. You guys are piling in uh, with the chat here. And sorry, I had to step away from the, from the chat for a second just so I can, you know, uh, take a look at this here. We got here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm loving it. Lay Sam and Lee, I want blue pancakes now. Cool. All right. Um, Donna says she loved the Fiend one. We got Benson Nick in the chat. What's going on? Andre, of course, says I saw some fans whining and complaining, saying that Charlotte should have been there instead of Lacey Evans. I totally disagree. She is a soldier, and it made sense. Uh, supposedly, Andre, uh, the reason that Lacey Evans and Natalia were picked is that apparently Vince picked Lacey, Stephanie picked Natalia to go. They were handpicked for that reason. I, I, you know what? Might as well talk about this right now. That's actually a good point. Thank you for bringing that up, Andre. A lot of people had some some BS issue with the Lacey Evans Natalia match. Look, I'm not saying that the match. I, I did watch the match. I'm not saying that the match was the most technically profound or the be or even the best match that Lacey Evans and Natalia's had. But for God's sakes, look at the look at the bigger picture here, right? And I know this is coming from someone who nitpicks literally wrestling every freaking week. But bear with my hype. But my um. My hypocrisy here. You knew what they were doing there. You knew what the point of that whole match was. You knew the impact of that. So, just let it like let the whole thing go. Be proud of the fact that they were able to do something that really has never happened before, and realistically, may never happen again. So, I know WWE is all about history making moments. I say screw what people say about the match. F you know, f them. I just want. Uh, the positivity to be there. So, and, and seeing all the women's reactions there, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm all for equality. Uh, Jinder Mahal was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Let's see what we got here. I'm not a fan. Um, Singh Brothers are from British Columbia. Says vintage. Interesting. Uh, what's going on, Vikes fan? Good to see you. Uh, Seth should have burned Saudi down. <laughs> Thought he was going to, honestly, with the way that match was going here. Uh, we got here, ba -ba 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 -ba. everybody hit that like button, much appreciated, Vikes fan, if you do hit that like button, uh, right up to 14 likes, oh my goodness, independent contractors, it's, it's true, it's, it's really true, like, quote, independent contractors, so, so sad, uh, what else got here, uh, Red Enigma, amen to that one million times, F those shows, listen, it's just, no, we don't need them, I mean, shoot, they're, with the exception of the fiend winning the title, it's like they're almost non-canon anyway. You know, just it's not it's not needed. 
What else we got? We got Merge also joining us on that. What's going on, Merge? Good to see you in here. WrestleMania 760. Yeah, I can't keep track anymore, dude. Every, you know what? I'm pissed off that they got rid of the freaking numbers of WrestleMania. I, I know this is me just going off on a tangent. I'm so mad they got rid of the numbers. You know, it's like WrestleMania, like Orlando, WrestleMania, Texas, WrestleMania, my asshole. It's just, it's, no, I want the numbers back. The numbers give it like value and significance. It's like the Super Bowl. You know, it'd be like Super Bowl, this. No, having the numbers gives it the history and the lineage that freaking respect it deserves. If performing there as a reporter was murdered, isn't enough they won't. I mean, I know, Vikes fan, I, I know, but at the same time, it's like, this, it, it, if honestly nothing changes, and I do mean like nothing changes from what, it, it, let me back up here. Let's say everything I just said that was a rumor about the reason why the plane was delayed and the whole big, you know, standoff between Vince and the Prince. <laughs> standoff between Vince and the Prince. If, it, let's, let's say that's true. Okay, let's just go out here and say that that part was true, right? If nothing, nothing changes. Nothing changes from that. I am truly concerned about the company. And I know that people, you know, WWE, a lot of people crap on WWE for numerous reasons. And, and there is, there's, there's reasons, I get that there's reasons that to, to criticize WWE, but if you're telling me that nothing changes, if nothing changes about the way they either handle the relationship with Saudi Arabia, or hell, I'm really curious to hear how many people back out next time. You know, there, there weren't too many superstars that backed out, but now I'm really curious to hear who backs out this time around. If things stay, I'm just saying it, it, something needs to change. If the deal does not go under because of Vince and the money situation, you have, something's got to give here. Something has to give. But uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Um, I guess we might as well talk about Bray Wyatt in the Universal Championship because that came out of left field, didn't it? That just seemingly came out of nowhere. So it was really weird to... It was really weird to see or even hear about that happen, to be honest with you. I um, just didn't want... I'm going to say I didn't want The Fiend to win. It's not to say that I didn't want The Fiend to win. The whole Fiend winning the championship thing is a very bizarre thing because I think we all wanted it at some point. I think it's safe to say that The Fiend is... Let's just cut the just right here. I think it's safe to say that The Fiend is definitely the most over thing, in, or, or was, depending on how you want to look at it, the most over thing in WWE on the main. Between Raw and SmackDown, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend character, was the most over thing. We talked about this before on last week's episode, and I was previewing Crown Jewel, that you know The Fiend is the most over thing they have. Period. You know? And rightfully so, people were concerned when they heard, and the rumor and it ultimately became true, that Bray Wyatt was challenging Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championship. And it wasn't so much 
that he was challenging for the belt, but you knew that something had to, to happen because they were putting him inside a Hell in a Cell match, which, I mean, granted, it's the pay-per-view, but that's a weird way to start things off with a, with a feud. Seth is obviously the golden champion at this point in time. And then... But, but, but Bray, you need to make him look good because he's still carrying a lot of things, and he's carrying... You go, hell, you go back and look at some of the, the weeks that he had a Firefly Funhouse segment on YouTube, and he has the highest, you know, the highest rated numbers out of all the other segments on Raw. So, we knew that was coming, we knew that was happening, and we all were like, okay, well, something's gonna, something's gonna have to happen here. And it did. And it being the worst freaking thing. The worst you guys heard it. <laughs> you guys heard my unedited rant about how stupid of an ending that was. And I figured, I mean, hell, they were smart enough to keep Seth off of Raw the next night, remember? But I figured with, with that happening and the, and the draft, they were going to learn their lesson and say, okay, and, and then Bray was announced that he was going to be on SmackDown. So we're like, okay, boom, we're going to split these guys up. We're going to keep them as far away as humanly possible. And as much as I still hate the ending of Hell in the Cell, I get why they needed to do that. They did that because they were booked themselves into a corner. Because they knew they needed to make Seth look good. They needed to make Bray look good. They needed to keep the belt on Seth, but still make Bray look like a, an unstoppable monster. They, they wanted everything in one setting. So I, I get why they did it. Just the execution was horrific, obviously. So when The Fiend was announced that he was going to SmackDown and, and Seth was going to Raw, I'm like, great. Let's just, let's just, let's just get this, get this off. Like, they, like, it's like a band-aid. Let's just rip this off, move on. The past is the past. Let's just, let's just let's keep trucking forward. No, they had to announce a rematch at freaking Crown Jewel in a false count anywhere match that there must be a winner. There must be a decision made. Cannot be stopped for any reason. And I knew, I, I, I feared that when this happened, that Bray was going to lose again. Because in my opinion, why would, they, why would you have this match if you weren't going to give the belt to The Fiend? And they shocked me, and they surprised me, and they gave the belt to The Fiend. So now, this raises the question of, and especially with Brock quitting SmackDown, like, was this supposed to happen? Was this supposed to be the whole deal? Well, sort of. Now, here's the interesting little tidbit. Um, a lot of people think that Brock Lesnar quitting SmackDown was supposed to happen. Um, And it, it, or sorry, it was not supposed to happen. A lot of people thought that the, that, that Brock Lesnar quitting on SmackDown was not just supposed to happen, and they did it as a reaction to obviously the, the 
in flights and also the of, of Bray Wyatt winning the championship. That's partially true. So WWE Backstage is supposed to make its a official debut this coming Tuesday on FS1. And originally, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman were supposed to be the first guest with a blockbuster announcement, and that was what supposed to be. That was what the announcement was supposed to be. Next Saudi main event is a game of Hangman. Oh jeez, Spaz Phoenix, thank you for so much for the two dollar Canadian super chat donation. Much appreciated, good sir. Uh, originally the announcement. That was supposed to be made on backstage. The big announcement that Renee Young was hyping up was that. That Brock Lesnar was going to make the announcement there. That he was quitting SmackDown and going back Raw. Obviously, because of the whole Saudi plane mix-up, that didn't happen. So instead, we had it on SmackDown. Now, was this you know why was the belt given to Bray Wyatt in the first place? Well... It's pretty much for the reasons that you guys pretty much think it is. The reason that the belt was put onto Bray Wyatt was because of the immense amount of backlash they received from Hell. But I understand it did not go so quietly into that good night. A lot of people, a lot of people were not too happy about that. And, oh boy, let me tell you, they, uh... They knew. They knew for sure. Apparently, Bray Wyatt was never originally slated to win the championship. There was no plans to, for actually giving him the belt, supposedly. However, due to the fact that Bray Wyatt is one of the better segments and most highly rated segments on Raw with his merch... And he's, again, the most over thing over. And the intense backlash that we got at Hell in a Cell, or they got, not we, they got at Hell in a Cell, and rightfully so, they made the call to do that. Now, it's funny because I was actually talking to somebody about this on Twitter. And let me see, I want to give them some props here because I do want to talk and make sure I give them the proper credit. That is the Nitro Mania podcast. Shout out to them. They said that they were concerned. They said, you know, they put the, in their tweet was, here's my issue. You just put the belt on Jason Voorhees. Where the hell do you go from here? And how do you possibly get it off of him? And I completely understand where you're coming from. You have a supernatural, you know, supernatural character. Now on SmackDown, which I think is the best thing going, honestly. And uh, truth be told, a very shocking move. I didn't think they would move him over to SmackDown, but that's neither here nor there. By the way, whoever runs the WWE on Fox Twitter account, give them a raise. Freaking hilarious stuff. But really, you're going to have to build somebody up. You're going to have to build up new baby faces to challenge wide. I think giving him the belt was probably a smart move, not just because he's so over right now, but because creatively you can do so much with the Firefly Funhouse segments in the championship. And I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. That is the big thing I am looking forward to the most um, on SmackDown this week. That. I want to see a Firefly Funhouse. Hell, we were supposed to get the Miz TV with Bray Wyatt before the delayed flights, which I'm kind of hoping they do this week on SmackDown because I want to see... I, I doubt it's going to be The Fiend. I, I'm guessing it's going to be the Mr. Rogers sweater version of Bray Wyatt, which I, I just can't wait to see where it goes from here. 
So I'm looking forward to it, but it seemed like it was a much needed decision. But, you know, to go back, it does make sense. Where do you go from here? My, my money is that Bray Wyatt is going to lose that title in a multi-man match. And really, the only multi-man match I can think of, well, there's actually two. There's there's two matches I think he can lose to. One, I think, would just be pure idiocy to have him lose it so soon, which would be TLC in December. The other one, which I think would make much more sense and gives a little more time and would be actually ironic considering that's how he won his first WWE championship was the elimination chamber because there you could literally have a five on one scenario and Bray gets eliminated. So that still protects him. And then you could, you know, do all sorts of things. The whole TLC thing, especially with Bray being able to set up from such punishment, you know, it's one thing to have that happen. It's another to have five guys literally on top of Bray and pin him, which when I say that out loud now, sounds a lot more wrong than it should be. But I think you guys get my point. But anyway, that's what's going on, Bray Wyatt. That's what's going on with the whole Saudi deal. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts. So much so, I think we're going to open up the phone lines a little bit. We're going to open up the phone lines here, 978-237-4818. I will take a couple of calls here as we wrap up this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. And uh, I've done this in a while, but you know what? I'm feeling froggy. 978-237-4818. We'll take you guys' phone calls and... Uh, guys have to say i'm curious to hear what you have to say about the saudi deal the uh bray wyatt winning the title anything else you guys want to talk about jordan miles also back in the news he did uh, post a tweet earlier today saying if he's not contacted by w tomorrow his voice will be heard curious what that's going to entail obviously we'll keep you guys uh posted on that but um and we already got a call coming in so wait call from all right let's see what we got here we got 520 on the line. What's going on? Hey, long time no speak, man. How's it going? It's Red Enigma. Red Enigma, how you are, my friend? Uh, well, up and down, up and down. Just typical roller coaster that is life, but hey, what can you do? Amen to that. I mean, uh, I'm glad to hear from you, though. So tell me, what's <laughs> this whole Saudi Arabia deal? What the hell's going on with that, huh? Well, I'm not sure. I think you might have caught wind of it when I left my comment there uh, in the chat. But, um, oh, man, honestly, I'm, I'm probably about as uneasy as you, and I would like to think any normal, rational person, although, in all fairness, uh, calling me a normal, rational person all in the same sentence may be a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> I, dig I digress. Anyway. I'll say this much. It actually goes to different levels. Um, one, well, actually, let me rephrase that. The Saudi prince is wrong on at least two levels if this is true. One, because if he really shorted Vince on the funds and everything, then that's on him. Right. 1,000%. There's just no way around that because, you know, it's just kind of funny because um, this is just coming from my upbringing and uh, even recent conversations I've had specifically with my grandfather. It's about living up to your obligations. And right. they have their end of the obligation that they have to live up to. So there's that. Secondly, um, and this is the part that I don't know if you caught or anything like that, but uh, 
this could be grounds for an international incident if that's true. It's fun. It's funny you say that because I think I saw somebody else either it might have been you or somebody else saying that either in the chat or whatever. But um, I mean, hey, we know Vincent. Hey, Trump's a Hall of Famer. I know, and I don't want to get into politics. Um, it could. It could create an internationalism. It depends on. I mean, the, the big thing is that they're, they're they're out of there. That's really the big safe thing here and there. But I think, and again, I, I'm, I hate to say it. Oh, we got a donation coming in. Hold on one second, friend. wonder if the holdup okay. was because yeah. the crown prince thought women wrestling was a joke. Hashtag blood money mania. Merge dropping a dollar saying, wonder if the holdup was because the clown, or, clown, the crown prince thought women wrestling was a joke. Hashtag blood money mania. Thank you, Merge, for that one. It, it is a chance. I did hear some rumors about that, that, Maybe it was the whole idea that they, you know, uh, weren't huge on the women's match. I know that that was something that I've heard also was possibly pushed as part of the deal, like that by a certain time frame, they were going to have a women's match, and maybe that might have wow. something to do with it. So I, I'm not sure about that one. But but thank you, much for that dollar. But Renny, we're going back to you real quick for your thoughts. Um, I mean, it could, but the, the big thing is, and I hate to say this sadly, I think it's going to be down to the money. I think that because... They didn't have the, you know, they didn't fund. I, I don't think WWE has been fully paid yet, to my understanding. And so that could, that, that could, that could kibosh the whole deal right then and there. And sadly, I think that's what's going to really make things move. Well, here's the thing. I agree 100,000%. I don't know why I went to that direction, but I agree full-heartedly with you on that. But I think... Whether that really is the case or not still remains to be seen. Now, the whole thing with the women, if that's the case, that just adds a whole no another layer to my perspective on this in terms of, um, you know, I just hope that it's not true because that's just – it just kind of harkens back to what you said earlier in terms of if and who winds up refusing to go the next time around and – the thing to me about that is if that turns out to be the case, obviously we're going to wind up hearing about it. The news is going to break one way or the other. That part is inevitable. But, I mean, I guess what I'm thinking is that if things go the way that they're supposed to and everything is rectified in terms of the money, then we're not going to hear about this ever again, obviously. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I I don't know. I mean, it's just it, – it strikes me as something that we probably aren't going to hear about for some time. And I would be shocked if it wound up being any sooner than probably getting close to that point, which I believe you mentioned was right after WrestleMania, was it? So the, 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 the schedule is, is pretty much universally the same. Where there's going to be two Saudi, where supposedly the deal was two Saudi events every year, one right after WrestleMania and then one right before Survivor Series, because that's when they generally fall, uh, at least every year. That's when Super Showdown was. It was right after WrestleMania and then Crown Jewel, usually right before Survivor Series. So they really have an interesting bit of time between these, you know, two events to to get their stuff together, and it's. It's going to be intriguing. I'm really. I'm, I bet we're going to hear a ton more of this out of uh, you know after Monday's meeting and uh, you know whether or not this deal is kiboshed. You know? 
Right, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I honestly am of the mindset that I'd be surprised to hear any of this, anything of it, regardless of whether it's after. If it's after Monday's meeting, then that's that's going to be really, really telling one way or the other. But I, I don't know for whatever reason. Don't I have no idea why I think this. I just I honestly don't think we hear about this anytime right away. I really don't. It's either going to be very quick or it's going to be right before they go back out. You know, it's going to be they one of the, it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, but yeah, um, I believe it's the latter. No, I I think you're right because they would probably want to like let things you know let the steam cool off and all that. That that does make sense. But right, name yeah. real quick, real quick before I let you go, the fiend. He's now our new universal champion. Brock's ditched Fox. What do you think about all this with the fiend now? Um now being basically the world champion over on the newly crowned SmackDown on Fox. I want to start that off by just saying that uh, it just really goes to the uh, the saying of uh, great minds think alike. You walked exactly right where I wanted you to. It's just beautiful how you did that. So compliment to you on that, number one. Now, number two, in getting to that point... It's just like I told you on in Twitter, which I mentioned in the chat before as well. You know, it's just funny because thinking back to um, a few years back, you had Randy Orton, who was probably at the time the least likeliest of people who was going to win the Royal Rumble. I don't remember exactly which year this was, but point being is that when that happened in that moment, Everybody was baffled, and I'd like to think that quite a few people were pissed. I mean, right. I really can't see that being any other way. But it just is funny how it all unraveled because guess who he wound up facing at Mania to take the title from? That would be Bray. Now, I bring that up simply because of the fact that also, as I had mentioned in that, uh, in that post that I left you, it's just funny what they say about history and I just wonder how it's going to apply. So with that being said, in terms of where Brock comes into this, I I find it kind of funny and I I don't know. I guess going into Crown Jewel I was of the same mindset as everybody else. I didn't see any reason why that they would put the title on uh, Bray Wyatt. But at the same time, I wasn't ruling it out either. And everything that's unfolded to this point is the very reason why, because it was just, I don't know, it was just really strange to me for the fact that um, something instinctively told me that we were going to see the title switch shows. And I don't know why I believe that, but I just kind of sense that that could be the case. And even more to that point, it's really funny to me because they brought Brock over to SmackDown, specifically Fox, because they wanted a sports-oriented program. But now you've taken all that away. I see where you're going with that because I kind of thought the same thing because that was the general um, that was the general tone that was placed 
as far as that goes. But at the same time, I don't think they understood that, you know, Brock's not there all the time, right? So yeah. I think I think they realized that and then they realized, oh, hey, there's this really super popular thing on Raw. Let's take that instead and then give Brock over to Raw because I don't think Brock likes working Friday nights anyway. So I guess that makes sense. But anyway. Um, I can understand that too. And here's my thing to that. I mean, it's just like when he took the title, the universal title back from Seth. Is this going to be a sustained title reign? I don't know. I, I kind of question that. I can see that being the case. But then again, at the same time, I'm not really sure who you would have take it from him at this point. Right, and that's really what things are going to have to roll out eventually. But but before we let you go, anything else you want to give some love to, my friend, or anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up for you for the night? I mean, that was the gist of it for the most part. Um, Just shout out to everybody in the chat and uh, hope everybody's having a good night. Other than that, I mean, I guess, oh, actually that was one thing I was thinking. I almost tweeted you on this too. Um something of an announcement but not really uh it's nothing else as a result of uh the happenings on friday night not the whole situation with the airplane or any of that blah 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 right but um with the way that smackdown went i uh i think i'm gonna be putting a hold on my boycott for a little bit at least just for the time being now long that lasts we'll have to wait and see but yes, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. I, I I will say this, like Survivor Series, I wasn't really excited for, but then I went and heard NXTs of I'm like, okay. And then, well, and then SmackDown came, I'm like, huh. You, It's like that Leonardo DiCaprio, you, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. But anyway. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and the people fell in the place beautifully. That's all yes. there is to it. Well, thank you for calling in, my friend. I'm glad we were able to get you back on the line here, and uh, thank you for so much for being a loyal listener and follower, and you have yourself an awesome night. Thank you. Have a good one. Take it easy. All right, that was a red and good. Always good to hear from him. We'll take a couple more calls. Uh, that was a really good one. I know someone's been trying to die in to get into the, uh, into the uh, live calls here. Again, 978-237-4818. I also did just tweet out that link. If you guys want to vote for yours truly uh, on the Wrestling Radio Wrestling Podcast Awards, love to win at least one category. It would be really cool, but we'll see how things play out. And we got 304 on the line. What is going on? And this is Donna Connell. How you doing? Donna, how are you? Okay. What do you think about all this stuff that happened in Saudi Arabia? Holy crap, it's it's insane, Donna. I mean, it's it's just, uh, it's nuts, I fear, uh, for the concern and the safety of the superstars. Do you think the Saudi Arabia deal is done? I believe so. Because I've heard so many people say that it just, that none of, I don't think any of them will come, go back. Now, do you think that there's any way they could rectify any of the situation? Do you think there's any way they could, you know... Uh, I Anything I don't work? know. If the masters don't want to go, I don't think they'll have to go. Fair enough. I mean, do, but you think you don't think there's a way they could kind of keep their safety intact or make sure like nothing like this happens ever again? I hope not. But Connell, I just don't think they should go back. I, you know, when I heard that, I said, "There's something to this instead of the mechanical failure." 
Right. I said, I said, it seemed like my womanly intuition said something going on that's not a mechanical failure, and then I started hearing other reports. Right. And I said, it's 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 not good. And I've heard so many one of them. They they would tweet and say, pray for us that we don't we get out of here. And I've heard them say that, and I heard them say that they wanted out and. You know, and they none of them wanted to go back. And, yeah, and uh, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they need to go back either at this point. I mean, really, it, you know, it, this kind of, I, I, I think this, this kind of broke the, the the camel's back, no pun intended. But uh, this, I'm very curious this week if if any major changes are going to happen. Something has to change, even if the deal's not done. Something needs to change after all, after that huge amount of, if everything's true. Connell, I know what I think. I think the Saudi prince told Vince he's going to give him all this money, and he never intended to. Yeah. So I'm thinking. I think you're right. But, I mean, I know that you're, I was seeing you in the chat earlier mention this, I know you're happy because The Fiend is now the Universal Champion. So, I mean, how, how pumped are you about that? I am so pumped about that because... You know that they they're claiming that the SmackDown's gonna be the A show to the wall. That's the reason they go, they put their own thing that somebody said because they want want the Universal being on wall on SmackDown because they gonna claim you know that's the A show and the WWE Championship was gonna be the secondary title and that was going to back to wall. Right, which is funny because uh, sub- supposedly originally when the when the when everything was split up. Originally, the Universal Championship was supposed to be on SmackDown when everything first started three years ago. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll get a blue belt this time, a blue raspberry championship. Well, they said that they're going to change both the way, the WWE Championship and the and Universal. And they're going to change the colors and change the outlooks. They're going to make two different belts. Right. I, I mean, I've seen a couple of custom-made titles and uh, for The Fiend, which I'd really, really love to see, so I can't see how everything I'm actually genuinely excited for Smackdown not just because of NXT involvement uh, but also just to see what they're going to do with the Phoenix and who the next challenger is and all that I'm looking are you looking forward to Survivor Series Dawn after the crazy Smackdown we got yes I am if I can get the network medal every time I was watching even in even the clown door it kept going on and off oh well maybe yeah, I'm not sure either. Hopefully, they fix that problem. I want because I want to watch it all the way through, and then you have to go back and do it over again. <laughs> well, anything anything else you wanted to to talk about, Donna? Before I let you go for the night, I just wanted to tell you, I you are my number one podcaster, and Thank I you. want to know how to, I can vote for you. So it's funny. I just posted the link. So it's a Google document uh, brought by the awesome people over the Wrestling Podcast Awards. I just put it in the chat now. I also just posted it over on Twitter. So basically the way it works is that there's a bunch of different categories that you can vote for. Apparently I'm nominated for a bunch of them like Best Solo, uh, for Most Informative Comedy, which that one still, those two are all based on opinion. But either way, you can vote for myself or anybody else that you guys like who are wrestling podcasters as well. I'm not going to be greedy and just for myself. But if you want to go vote for myself i'm listed in there just go ahead and click the link i post in the chat it's also going to be pinned to my twitter so make sure you guys go check it out over there twitter at 
Okay, Faye. But Donna, thank you so much for calling. I, I, I want I want to call. I want to vote for you. And I've told my friends who are my uh, follow me on Twitter. I said y'all, uh, you you was my number one podcaster. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Donna. Thank you so much. And you have yourself a great night. And uh, we'll see what this week happens to do in wrestling. It's going to be crazy. What, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to come out about what happened over there? Or? I sadly think that we are never going to get the full, true story of what happened in Saudi Arabia. I think that it's one of those wrestling things that we will never we'll never know the truth. We'll hear, I'm sure, we'll hear somebody say one reason, somebody say the other, and they'll be convincing arguments for both sides, and I just don't think we will ever, I don't think we'll ever know the 100% It's like the, It's like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. We were supposed to get Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. It never happened, and we still, to this day, you know, 20-plus years later, we still don't know why it never happened. So um, my big thing is, like I said, doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I am just hope they're safe, but I think things definitely need to but. I am so I am so glad that they got home fast. Absolutely. Because I was worried. I was worried for them. Absolutely. But thank you so much, Donna, for calling in. Always appreciate it. Well, you too, and have a nice week. You too. Bye-bye. All right. And I did want to play one quick voicemail message uh, from, I believe, Michael before we take the next hey. call. So. Hey, Karin. This is Michael from Washington. Um, the deal about Saudi Arabia, it was, it's so messed up. Um, yeah. It was pretty much a hostage situation from what I've been hearing. The White House got involved with it now to get them back because the ambassador to Saudi Arabia helped. So it's all because of Spence wanting to be having his blood money. That's all it is. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Have a good night. Bye. Uh, thank you, Michael. Sorry I wasn't able to take your call, but glad I was able to play the message. I mean, yeah, it, luckily I don't think it has involved into an international incident because it's just it was easily resolved and easily fixed. But uh, still, yikes. <laughs> very, very yikes. And again, end of the day, just glad that, you know, someone was, they were all brought home. And we got 210 on the line. What's going on? Hey, Connor, it's Jurgen. What's up, man? Jurgen, the man himself. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, before anything else, um, I, I just want to say I agree with you, Connor, on a couple things with the whole Saudi Arabia deal mm -hmm. and everything else. And with Red Enigma, too, I agree with him on, so, on some things with okay. the whole the whole Saudi deal. But the one thing is that I am going to say is that, one, and this, this, is, this is my God's honest truth about it, is that one Vince McMahon is too damn greedy. His greed is gonna send his downfall. And the fact of the matter is that why? Okay, they should have paid him. Okay, fine. But the thing is, right now, is that it's not fair for the rest of the wrestlers. Like Natalia or Lacey Evans. Granted, I don't like Lacey Evans's um uh, uh gimmick, but as a woman and as Natalia as a woman and everything else, I'm afraid for them. Right. I mean, that was some that, that was something I was genuinely int intrigued by the fact that, and it was very weird that the match was made. I mean, they announced the match actually happening like what, like like 
two days before, like the day before everything happened. Like it wasn't, it wasn't heavily advertised. It was literally like, oh, by the way, I mean, it's a big deal. Don't get me wrong, but it was, it was very interesting that it was a last minute, may, last minute match made. But then again, given the sensitivity of everything, I'm not too surprised. But yeah, it, it did make me a little concerned. Yes, and I'm concerned with every other superstar where it comes from the revival, from Roman to everybody. I'm I was just purely scared for them. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? This is not right. Yeah, this is definitely it. It is a scary situation. I mean, if if everything. If everything I, I said earlier was true and was legit, I mean, do you, do you think the deal's dead now? Yes, it yeah. is. Because Vince, he, like I said before, he's too damn greedy. That greed is going to be his downfall. Look what, look what he's doing right now with the ratings. He right. fired Eric Bischoff for some stupid crap, and then now look what's going to be next. It's going to be Paul Heyman. Look what he's doing with Monday Night Raw. Stupid. Look what uh, Paul Pritchard is going to do next for SmackDown. Stupid. I love the NXT thing. Don't get me wrong. I love NXT. But Vince McMahon is serving NXT on a silver platter just to uh, so AEW doesn't get it. Um, what's it called? To stop N um, AEW from getting more and more publicity. That's right. not working. AEW is getting more and more publicity every day. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of funny. And I, I will say this, though. Um, you know, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. I'm a very big Paul Heyman guy. I consider him an inspiration and a role model in a lot of ways. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a Paul Heyman guy myself. But I, 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 I have to admit that this, the way Raw has been going. Thank you. <laughs> you, you said it, brother. You, you, you said <laughs> You so, say, brother. Yeah, you say, I, I, I said it. I, I said it without saying it. Kind of. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. But no. But no. But to, to your point earlier, and and that's what I was trying to emphasize is that, unfortunately, I, I hate to say it because I don't want to disparage WWE any more than they already are by a number of podcasters and and other people out there. But I sadly think that the you know the the big thing at the end of the day that will make them make major decisions and major changes is their wallet. And if you don't believe me about that. Take a look at what take a look at no, I know you will. But I'm saying in general, if people don't believe me on that, take a look at what happened with the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. Snickers threatened to pull out of WrestleMania as a sponsor, and that forced them to force their hand to change the name of the women's battle royal. So when you impact their wallet, that's gonna be, be the big, biggest resonator. So as much as I think that the, you know, and luckily nothing happened, but the obvious safety concerns of the talent will not be it will not be the deciding factor unfortunately as much as it should be i think the deciding factor is the fact they weren't paid exactly and now that they have um a lot of the wrestlers like the revival are not resigning right uh rusev is not resigning right. lana is not resigning yep bobby lashley is not resigning and <laughs> interesting order of talent you just put there Rusev, Lana, and Lashley—the lovely well, love true, triangle. Well, no, it is. I'm just saying that the lovely yeah, love triangle isn't. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But it's true. This week on Temptation Island. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, no, but it's it's 
but am, am I wrong though, Connor? No, no. I, the, the, I've heard. I haven't heard definitively that they're. Well, I'll put it this way. I've heard more that they're not versus more that they are. Yeah, and the one other thing that now with this debacle, do you think you you think how many other super, WWE superstars are not going to resign now? Well, it's interesting because I did talk about that a little bit earlier with Meltzer saying that there's a lot of people saying I'm I'm just done with this company. And listen, we all say stupid th- things when we're heated, you know, when we're in the heated, especially in the moment. You know, everything is still fresh. I think that realistically, because I've been in the same shoes too, where I'm like, you know, F this job and screw this and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I get people say that. And unfortunately, you know, as much as I quote a lot of Meltzer stuff on here, and I know a lot of people, you know, clamor to Meltzer. Hence why I'm working on my journalism degree. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that sometimes he's fed the wrong stuff. That being said, I'm not saying that the superstars don't have the right or are not pissed that the way that everything happened. What I'm saying is I'd ra- I think we're really going to get a better idea of everything, whether people are going to resign, whether people are going to leave, what the true intentions of the company are. I think we'll find out depending on if the Saudi deal is really done and over with come uh, Mania next year or Mania 2020 because that's where that's where it's going to be really impacted I I think that they're going to try and salvage this deal as much as possible but if the money is is that big of an issue and and again to my knowledge and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong in the chat if I'm wrong I I don't think they've still gotten paid you know no I'm sorry go ahead go ahead no, I was just gonna say as far I I know they got paid a little bit, but not a lot. Um, yeah. So. And, and no, you're not wrong. I mean, there there's a lot of wrong information everywhere, and that's that's very true. Right. And but the only thing is though, with well, about the theme though, why he's given the universal champion is because they did because after the screw up in Hell in a Cell, it's like okay. You're going to a party, right? And you're going to say, "Oh, I'm having a good time." And you know, you see a very lovely woman. You know, you're in, you know, and next thing you know, it's all like things starting to go and happen. You know, you think like, "Oh yes, here we go." And next thing you know, she cuts you right off. You, yep. you see my point? And that's what they should have done at Hell in a Cell. They should have gave the title to the fiend at Hell in a Cell. No red lights. <laughs> but give the title to hell to to Bray Wyatt the fiend instead of over there in Saudi Arabia where it now is all bull. They should have given it to him at Hell in a Cell. But no, okay. But the only thing is, though, it, like uh, somebody said on the on the chat, also like Randy Newman said about history repeating itself. Who hmm. was the one who beat Bray Wyatt at, at WrestleMania? Randy Orton. Right. And who beat Randy Orton? Jinder Mahal. Right. And who beat Jinder Mahal? AJ Styles. And then after that, we got the whole screw up between Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles, which that was the most terrible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm a big AJ Nakamura fan, and back in New Japan, and it's still here. But the way how they pro, but the way how they did it is where, like, I, I'm sorry, that was just stupid. They should have just kept should. They should have given the title to Nakamura, and then AJ should have won the Royal Rumble, and then that would be different. Have a different heel turn while AJ wins the title. That's more that's more logic, isn't it? I know, and unfortunately, I mean, I've played guest booker a bunch of times in terms of 
you know, different, um, you know, different instances and different, uh, what if scenarios. And, and, and again, there might be, and I try not to get too frustrated about like booking decisions outside of that hell in the cell one, which I think there's no excuse for that one. But I think that there is, there's probably other factors involved in those decisions, but yeah, the, the Nakamura AJ stuff was, it was even more, <sighs> I mean, I don't know how you screw that one up, but I, I try not to get too frustrated about the whole thing that way. But in any case, um, the hell in the cell thing was just, I, I get why they did that at the end of the day. They tried to have their cake and eat it too. They wanted to have everything happen the right way. They wanted to have Seth keep the title. They wanted to have the fiend still over. They wanted to have, they wanted to have Seth keep the title. The fiend still over. Both men look amazing on their way out, and absolutely, completely just backfired in their face. Completely. And look what happened. It, it, all the backfire is still going on even today. And now that The Fiend is now champion, and now Brock Lesnar less SmackDown, I'm like, oh my god, this Monday is going to suck even more. Did, and, and I, I can't, it shows you how much my mentality is at. Did The Fiend, did Hell in a Cell happen before or after the draft? It happened before. Damn, okay. Because I was going to say was, well, could have still gotten away with that. Because the Fiend should have won in Hell in a Cell, period. Because not only did you diminish the, not only did you diminish the um, the win by doing it at Crown Jewel, which is essentially is a you know non-canon character, um, mm-hmm. but not only that, it, it the fans were already turning on him. <laughs> you know, yeah. the fans were already turning on Seth. You know, towards the towards the match. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it just a disaster. But any case. Um, yeah. But anyway, anything else you want to mention, my friend, before wrap things up here for the night for you? Yes. Um, I just want to say is that you know the whole thing with, um, uh, which I heard with the whole war between AEW and NXT, is that there's no war. Triple H doesn't want a war. But Vince, like I said before, is too damn greedy. He wants a war, and he's throwing AEW – I mean, not AEW. I'm sorry. Uh, NXT right to the wolves. Right. Right to the wolves, and he wants to go bigger, bigger arenas. But that's going to take away all the uh, the takeover shows. Yeah. That's going to take all the, 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 the suspense away. First, first and, we, Yeah, first and foremost – okay. The idea of a war between WWE is just, it ain't happening. As much as some people, you know, look at the declining ratings and, and all this stuff, WWE is going to be the top of the mountain for time. There's, there's nothing. They, well, they're, they're going to be there for, they're going to be there for a while, whether we like it or not, because True. despite the ratings going down, despite the lack of attendance, they're still generating enough money to keep things going. And if they're not generating enough money from the main roster, I know that they're generating enough from NXT. Even though technically NXT is sort of losing money per se, it's not as much, definitely not as much as it used to, especially now that they're going touring and USA Network is now bringing in an additional piece of revenue. So it's definitely not as much of a profit loss as NXT was when they first started. On top of that, uh, 
NXT is perfect right where it's at. The, the 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 reason, and I'm agreeing with you with that one, because the reason is that NXT has has that like small time vibe to it. The takeovers, when you put them into a bigger arena, makes the shows feel more unique. Granted, doing it in the same place over and over is full sale. Yes, it's you're losing the uniqueness. But you don't need that for weekly NXT programming. You really don't. The wrestling sells itself. The takeovers, exactly. the takeovers being in bigger arenas, really, really do a better job of of you know uh, again making the shows bigger and see and stand out more. You don't you know you don't need to do it that way. Uh, I think AEW is doing phenomenal. They're doing phenomenal business right now, and I think they just need to keep doing what they're doing and not worry about WWE. It's really cool to see the ratings difference between the two, and truth be told, it's not more just a difference of AEW versus NXT. I'm more intrigued by what NXT's numbers are like on USA by themselves, but yeah. that's just me. But yeah, no, there's no, there, there's not a war going on. There was a, yeah. We will not get anything remotely close to WWE versus WCW anytime soon. No way. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. It's just like I said before, Triple H doesn't even want a war. He just wants to, you know, expand on his own, which understandable, and that's very true. And the reason why Vince McMahon doesn't like NXT because most of anybody doesn't speak English from over there. Most of them, like, speak, like, Japanese, like Kyrie, Asuka. Other people speak Portuguese or any other language. And, the, oh, by the way, the, the one thing about the Jordan, Jordan Miles thing, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just there's nothing racist. There's nothing racist about that shirt. It's just lazy and poor designing. Right. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, there's I'm curious about it. I'm curious to see what it, what his you know. He said he's voicing. He's gonna let his voice be heard, which I figured that's what he. Yeah. Any case, we'll see how that plays out uh, tomorrow on social media. I'm sure, but and anyway. But um, yeah, it's definitely been an interesting week. I'm looking forward to Survivor Series. Are you? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But also, I'm definitely I'm happy for War Games first women War Games match. Yeah, it should be and fun. Then now they they just announced two War Game matches, one yep. for the men's and one for the women. Yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. I'm I'm looking for I'm I'm really curious to see what the women are gonna pull off. <laughs> no, you never know. Yeah, no kidding. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate you calling in. You have yourself an awesome night. You too, my friend. Good night. Take it easy. All right, guys and gals, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you guys' continued love and support. We're going to wrap up this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. Appreciate all you guys' love and support here. Again, guys, you guys want to vote for yours truly on the Wrestling Podcast Awards. Uh, the link is in the chat. I'll post it right here, right now. Just give me one second here. Uh, vote for OKFabe. It's also going to be pinned to my Twitter account. So make sure you hit me up on Twitter, at OKFabe. You guys can vote for the Wrestling Podcast Awards. I'm nominated for a bunch of different categories. Uh, really appreciate if we can win maybe one of the awards, but we'll see. It's some pretty stiff competition, but maybe with you guys' uh, help, I would uh, maybe get maybe one of them. Who knows? But anyway, uh, make sure you guys also check out the Patreon page. We'll be dropping some cool bonus content over there very soon. Q&A at the end of the month with patrons only, so you guys want to get on that, just make sure you sign up for Patreon. Plus, we got the retro classic pay-per-view reviews coming at you very soon represent store for all the merch we got that new t-shirt design the every night and wrestling night so make sure you guys go check it out links as always for everything are in the description box 
below. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I appreciate the continued love and support. Take care, and as always, bam, take it easy.